your head and like push I do, it. yeah. Oh man, those suck after a while too. Yeah, they do. I was actually doing JM presses yesterday for the first time ever too, which is like mm-hmm. you come like you're pressing and you come like halfway down on the press and then you do the tricep like skull crusher. So you mm-hmm. make bring it down halfway like a bench press and then skull crush to the face and then press up. And yep. that was uh that was the first time doing it, and it was a little bit rough. A little ouchy. That's a... <laughs> and then today was the first time in four months I was actually under a barbell lifting or squatting heavy, too. So my body is just... Oof. Yeah. Squats are so good for you. They're like one of the best compound movements, but man, do they suck. Yeah. And, and by heavy, I, was, I babied it and did four sets of five at 225, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. Could have gone heavier, but my hamstring was a little bit sore from, I think, walking to the gym yesterday. It's like a mile walk, so I got two miles of walking in for the first time, and God only knows how long, and my legs are like, hey, we're not used to that. Let's Ooh. follow it up by putting heavy weight on a bar. Man, I'm, I'm always so skitzy about squatting. I um, I got crushed in college one time. I was doing – I took a weightlifting class, and we were doing, like, max out day or something. Yeah, and I had it on my back. I went down. I went up. I went to go down again. And I said, I'm not going to be able to come up. So I said, I'm going to drop to my knees. And I'm going to let the spot, like the rails catch the. Yeah, yeah. And my spotter friend panicked. And he threw a bench underneath my butt. He's like, just sit down. And the bench. Oh, no, was no. That's the, not. The, the, the weight caught. And it went, just crunched me. And when I fell, I fell over stiff and my hands locked up and I literally just fell over. I thought I was paralyzed. I freaked the hell out. I was so, it was terrifying. It was yeah, so, that's how people break their backs. Yeah, dude, it was creepy. I ended up going to the ER. I pull, I actually had a slip disc in my lower back and that was when I was like 23 years old and it sucked. And then well, so to you. this day, I still have a little bit of nagging, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Uh, speaking of nagging and things that suck, welcome to episode 195 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. Potato, Potato Thumbs Podcast. Potato, Potato Thumbs Podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral Playing with their fingers and their nips You actually recorded this time for the intro instead of getting mad at us for talking about stuff that we could talk about in the show? Yeah, I've been recording for like two minutes and I had like so many good segues to rip on our show, but then you guys kept talking. So I was like waiting like to play off of your words. Um, Jump in right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, Brad. I had to, I had to uh, jump no. in and steal it from you, but uh, no, that's good. I like it. I like it. It worked out. Um, okay, so hey guys, we're back. We're doing this. It's Fluffy and, and Admiral Nips, and we have returning guest, friend of the show, running friend of Fluffy Fingers MD, Brad. How you doing, bud? Oh man, dude, it's. Awesome to be back. It's been a whirlwind of events since uh, the last time we spoke, and uh, many miles put on the road, and plus uh, career change, and it, it, it's it's been a wild ride. But it's good to be back. I love I love bullshitting with you guys and having a beer and talk, and it, it feels like home again. It's good. It's good. Yeah, 
I'm all about it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about let's let's just start talking about um, career change stuff because that that was pretty recently that that all happened. So last time, just to catch people up, last time um, we chatted, you were um, co-owner working at Liquid Noise, right? Yep. Brewing yep, beer, yep. doing music, yep. figuring out the pandemic. Yep. Yeah, and uh, we were holding holding tight there, pretty good. And uh, you know, uh, things uh, obviously got tough for all the bar industry, you know, during COVID. And um, towards the end, it was uh, of liquid. Uh, liquid was is still going. I don't want to make it sound like we went bankrupt or nothing like that. We're still go- they are actually still a business, and they're coming back from things. But uh, money got pretty tight there at the end, and everybody was. Uh, basically scraping around pennies at the end and um it, it turned to a point where we actually couldn't get paid for the last oh my god eight months and oof, it, it was tough i mean i was hanging on by a thread financially myself and uh it got tough and i had a friend who's a um, another fantastic brewer in our area and uh his name is brad as well actually and uh he runs a stellar stellar little brewery that's been hanging on for four years now five years and what's kind of interesting about them is we were just talking about this last night the average brewery and restaurant right now during covid is down like 60 percent some of them were down upwards of 80 percent dude um one of the last laws that were enacted here in pennsylvania that really put um screwed the nuts down to the industry was they kept restaurants open and bars open but you had to order food to order a beer. Okay, yeah. And that really hindered people from wanting to go out. And then they limited down to like 25% occupancy. And you had to be out. Like the whole place had to be evacuated by 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? So they really tightened it down. So where it got pretty tight. So a lot of restaurants are, are taking hits. A lot of breweries are taking hits. Um, Brad here, who is my friend and who has Mount Gretna, we were just talking last night. Most people, like I said, we're down 70, 80%. This guy squeaked away with like 16. Like he was barely taking a hit. And I was like, this is amazing. Beautiful facility. Um, for those who don't know about obviously Mount Gretna, Pennsylvania, it is like this beautiful artistic artsy little town in the middle of the woods out here in, uh, Lancaster, uh, yeah, I guess it's Lancaster County in uh, PA here, and it is just like mountain biking, trail running, lakes. You know what I mean? It's like the outdoorsman's like enthusiasm. Awesome little town, awesome. In the middle of, like Appalachia here, and um, just a really awesome, tight knit town. And Brad opened this beautiful brewery that has a coffee roaster on site. They have like a little general store where they sell like some of their goods that they make there. And then of course the restaurant and brewery and stuff. And he got creative during all this and was doing, you know, canning beer to go right away because a lot of small breweries didn't have the opportunity to buy canning machines during this whole pandemic because everybody in the whole country was scooping them up and trying to buy right. them. Yeah. Good. So there's a aluminum can shortage nationally right now. Uh, bottles are on a national shortage right now. He was ahead of this well well before. And um, because we were allowed to have outdoor events, he has a nice, nice outdoor parking area and stuff like that, they were having 
parking lot tailgate parties where they would serve people at like the tailgate of their car, like serve beer to go and sitting out in the back and ordering food to go, but like sitting out back in the parking lot and having fun. And he stayed pretty dynamic. He, he did food truck festivals. He did, you know, anything he could to get out there and sling. And uh, so he knew we were hurting and looking and he's like, listen, we're going to be going to the next level here with a big expansion coming up. And he's like, I don't I hate to pull you away from your own company, he said, but like, are you willing to maybe make the move? And I was like, man, that, and then my business partner, Brian, uh, with me, we, we ran the whole brewery at liquid noise. He was like, you know, Brad even reached out and said, listen, I'll take you and Brian at the same time. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, I'll make you guys like the director of operations of all brewing and stuff like that. And I'm like, man that's pretty incredible so it stung a little bit but uh because i was like man i'm gonna be leaving my thing but i'm not gonna lie i mean it, it got tough during covid and i had to make a decision and um i had a lot of pride in saying like you know hey i started liquid noise and it's still going and you know i mean things are fine but to make this opportunity and be a part of something even bigger and more fantastic and you know we're already looking to expand into a second and a third building at mount gretna and you know i mean that's gonna be directly correlated to what brian and i are doing so and you so you are uh, a brewer by nature and and we talked about this a little bit on the on the yeah, previous podcast plastically i'm an engineer <laughs> <laughs> right 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 but <laughs> failed part. but you got into brewing because you liked it and um yes. so before you started liquid noise you had some other jobs like you worked uh you worked for dogfish head right correct yes that was where i got my brewing career started actually um at that point i was just an avid home brewer and uh, passionate about the industry and stuff like that but that's where i actually got my brewing start yep and then uh was there any other breweries um between oh my gosh yeah um one here in harrisburg called appalachian brewing company Evergreen Brewing Company. There's one called Boobies, but it's spelled B-U-B-E-S, Boobies nice. Brewery. And that's, a, that's actually like a historical building. Uh, that, that was like a uh, brewery that was built in the 1800s. And um, it actually had underground caves underneath the building where they lagered all the beer. And uh, our system was still there. And we actually lagered beer down in the caves and stuff. It was pretty wild. And we, we were there. Um, I did a little, little stint at a brewery called Trogues out here in Hershey. Um, cause Harrisburg and Hershey, Pennsylvania, right next door to each other. So did a little stint there and then liquid noise and, you know, so I've, I've been all over a little bit, but, uh, th- this is, this one I have to say is feels the best fit. So awesome. of all, this, and it sounds weird to say, like, it's been only been a month that I've been here with Brad at Mount Gretna and all these guys, but. Even though Liquid Noise was my company, I feel more at home here. It's weird. It's really weird. Like, the people are taken to it. The, the, the town takes to it. I mean, people are just stopping by to greet us and say, oh, my God, welcome aboard. You know what I mean? It, it's wild. It's so it, it, it's so wild. It's either I got really lucky or maybe we know what we're doing. I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure it out yet. But, but I it's, mean, uh, it's, a dream. I, it's, a re- it's really, really lucky to do what we do. I get that, though, because, like, running your own business is, is – um... It's work I hear. I hear that you got to put in oh. some work and some hours to do that. And so, yeah. so like to, to, to be able to step back a little bit and refocus on just like the brewing aspect of it and the creativity, that's got to be, that's got to be pretty nice. It is for someone like Brian and I who are 
so uh, artistically driven on how we brew and creative and what we put in that glass. I mean, this is now to focus on that 100% is uh, amazing. I mean, we have been going balls to the wall 100% since day one, and we're coming out of the gate swinging hard already, and people are like just already picking it up. And, it, and it's not just in the brewery. I mean, we're, we're already influencing stuff in the kitchen. We're influencing stuff in the coffee roastery that we have on site. Um, it, it, it's nuts. I and mean, there's all kind of products I can tell. I'll tell you more about that we've been doing. Even just like today, we, we brewed a beer today, but um, the, the girl who roasts our coffee uh, and, and, and how her name was Allie. And Allie came over and has, says, oh, I had a bunch of old cold brew coffee that is about a week old. She goes, I don't feel comfortable, you know serving it anymore so i'm just gonna dump it down the drain and we were like no 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 don't do that so we took it back to the kitchen reduced it down with like a couple cups of sugar and reduced it into this really heavy syrup like a coffee espresso syrup and then we dropped in a couple shots of bourbon with it and mixed it in and whisked it and now they're actually going to be using that here on our brunch menu for like our beignets and like some of our waffles and stuff like that to like drizzle stuff on whipped cream that's and cool. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like little things like that. It's like, holy crap, that's a great idea. And we're doing just little things all over. It's not just brewing. You know what I mean? It's we get to do things all over. We're doing barrel aged hot sauces in there. We're doing uh, vinegars. We're doing malt vinegars in the house from the wort that we make from the beer. You know what I mean? And we're going to be packaging that stuff and actually labeling and selling it in the general store, which is wild too. That's, so that's cool. going to be a, that's going to be a whole other LLC that evolves from the Mount Gretna uh, host of things we do, like the coffee shop, the brewery, and stuff like that. We're going to have, like, the Mount Gretna provisions, you know what I mean? And we're going to be making these fermented foods, and we plan on packaging them, selling them and stuff, too. So You have, um, I saw a picture, you have some uh, pretty fancy barrels that you're brewing in, too. Uh, mm, that's my baby. That baby is an awesome barrel. So, um, the one you're referring to is, uh, it, uh, so you, I'm sure you've all or seen a whiskey barrel or a wine barrel of some sort, you know, that you're used to. Those are 55 or 59 gallons. That's a pretty big barrel. So we were very fortunate, Brian and I were very fortunate to get our hands on a barrel from Portugal. Then they, they make this very beautiful liqueur in it called Muscatel. Muscatal, Muscatal, and it's a very specific grape that grows in this very southern, drier region of Portugal, and then they distill it into a brandy liqueur-ish thing, and it ages in the barrel for 30 years before it's sold. So, these barrels don't come up for auction very often when they are available. What makes them really cool is they're also 200 gallons so they're four oh, times nice. larger than a normal barrel and they're almost as tall as me and you know they're four feet round so very big but they're just reeking with this liquor that held in there for 30 years and it has a very beautiful aroma to it so last year these barrels came up for auction in um, a barrel brokerage down in philadelphia where we get stuff from there's only 30 of them in the united states and we, we were able to snag one which was huge. Nice. I couldn't believe we got one. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. A typical oak barrel, hundred bucks. That's a whiskey barrel, a wine barrel. With this, thousand bucks. Big difference. 
but it's making some really sexy beer in it right now. And the best way I could describe that flavor of that liqueur that comes out of it, because there was some still liquor in the barrel. And I mean, we were tasting it as it came out. It's somewhere between like an alcoholic, like nougat or like marzipan or like something like the middle of a Snickers bar. Cause it has like an almondy nougat, like three musketeers inside kind of taste. It, it's super Interesting. crazy. It's really weird. And we've been putting some farmhouse beers in there and letting them rest. But what's really cool about it is we have the barrel turned upright, not on its side. And the goal is we're going to pull half out, leave half of the beer in there and put fresh back in and then keep that barrel continuously living. Huh. It'll never stop fermenting. Yeah. And that's the idea. So that beer is ever going to be evolving from the time it was filled to the time it's ever done. You know what I mean? So literally there's going to be a thread of every single beer that's ever been through it continually pumping through it and we're going to be cork and caging these in champagne bottles and doing some really high-end stuff cool which is really wild and um i actually took the first little sample of uh the beer off of it and i have it on draft here behind me and i've been hitting it it is it is sexy i'll tell you what (laughs) yeah it's like beer nerds like nirvana it's really good but the high, it, I love the ability that Mount Gretna gives us to do these higher end projects. Yeah, and there's market for it. More importantly, too, you know what I mean. You can't just make these. You know what I mean. But you can't just make Dom Perignon and nobody wants to buy it. You know what I mean? Right, right. But it's 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 awesome. It's just there's so much crazy things coming down the pipe. That's cool, man. Super- I'm super excited to get some of that coffee too. I will have oh. to. I'll have to wait on the beer until I make my trip out, so we you can show me some of your Rocky Mountains. But uh, and not Rocky oh, as dude. in Rocky Mountains, but Rocky as in it's just a mountain of all rocks. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you come out at the run, you better bring a pretty good pair of shoes and like with a rock. Yeah, in them. yeah. I'm like 200 miles on a pair of like Hoka running shoes on the out of the Appalachian Trail, and they're like wore down like racing slicks. They're gnarly. My- I'm telling you. It is- gnarly out here i have a buddy that um that i've i've gone on some snowboard trips with he's a he's actually a friend of my sister's but it just throughout the years and us taking snowboard trips and stuff he's he's a good dude and uh he he does what all of us want to do which is he's very good at being a bum like he'll work he'll work for a little bit get some money and then just do his thing and so What's his secret? Yeah, I know, dude. Well, he just does, you know, he just does his thing. He likes being outdoors and that's that's his motivation. So he's he's done the Appalachian Trail from end to end, I think three oh, three geez. times now. Oh my god. And he happened to be over at my sister's house um this weekend. I went to drop something off, so I was chatting with him real quick and he he was like, we started talking about trail running, and he's like, you know, I should he goes, I should probably get into it. He's like, I did a lot of hiking. He's like the furthest I hiked was forty four miles in a day, and I'm like, dude, that's 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 fast hiking pace. That's like slow yeah. trail running pace, fast yeah. hiking pace. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and it was. He goes, and it was through um, the end of the trail through PA, and I go, my buddy lives out there. It's all rocks, oh. isn't it? And he goes, dude, it is my least favorite part of the entire yep. trail. <laughs> yep. It's called they we, they call it Rocksylvania. If you read anything on the Appalachian Trail, they always call it Rocksylvania. It's horrible. It's, it, it's a complete ankle buster the whole time. There's parts 
when I did our 50K back in January, there were parts, it was like six miles long, where it was just so rocky. You couldn't do nothing but like tiptoe over rocks for six miles. And it was like a, a six-mile section, with, I mean, took us, oh my God, like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. <laughs> it sucks. Hey, but I sometimes mean, you gotta. You can run. Yeah, you gotta yeah. do it. You gotta be smart, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. It, it, it's it's really brutal. Um, man, it, it, yeah, you'll you'll see, you'll see. Don't worry, I I can't wait to bring you out of here and get some beer. And when you come back out too, we're, by by then we actually just bought a canning machine, like a small canning machine. We've always been doing the crowlers and stuff, but uh, we actually got our hands on a canning machine. So by that time, you you get out of here here, we're gonna be canning and packaging and stuff like that. So we'll able to be safely shipping you guys some beer back out, and it'll be easier than doing like a. Because if we did like a growler or a crowler, they go flat in a day or two. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, it would be so tough for me to send, fill you up a crowler and then put it in the mail and drop it. it. By the time it got to Wisconsin and by the time it got to Minnesota, it would be just damn near flat. Yeah. And it wouldn't be justice to what we could do. But now that we actually have like a packaging machine coming, it, it's actually in-house right now. We're just getting it all set up. We're waiting for the seamer to come. When that's all set up, we're actually going to be doing six packs and stuff like that. Then we can really get you guys some cool stuff to do. But when you get out here and you get out here next time, I mean, I'm telling you, we're going to, I'll give you the full experience. We'll go, we'll go running around. I got, I got shot one, man. So my, uh, my freedom and travel is, is opening up for the fall. Did you get Moderna or Pfizer? I got Pfizer. Pfizer? I had a Moderna appointment and then I happened to find Pfizer. I had a Moderna appointment for Tuesday this week and I happened to find Pfizer on Friday morning within an hour of my of my house like for friday you dropped an hour for it uh, i drove two hours for my wife yeah holy dog shit yeah holy well shit. dude i mean you have to remember though like so i'm in the metro area of the twin cities and so there's there's yeah it's it's a big population like the cities themselves are not gigantic like a new york you know right 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 but the uh, the There's some sprawl. The suburbs are insane. There's millions of people. <laughs> a bit of sprawl. Yeah, and so uh, so they made on the thirtieth. They made it so anyone sixteen plus can get an appointment. And so basically, it's you know, I'm sure I'm sure if I waited a week, I would have been able to get one within the cities. Um, but mm. we're trying to go back to St. Louis because our trip got short with the dog having to bring the dog home and do all that stuff. So we we were trying to look within a certain window where we could get our second shot before we have to travel again. Holy shit, man. So and I was like, bitch, I had to go like 20 minutes. And I was like, man, this sucks. Uh, dude, like, oh, uh, drive. It's bad. Like, we're just starting to get to the point now where people are actually able to get it like on a mass scale because they're doing like mass vaccinations at a like um like over near like Hershey Park and stuff, mm-hmm. where, where the, at the chocolate factory and stuff, they're setting up huge like tents, and you can just roll through. You roll down your car window, bam, they hit you and keep going. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, they started doing stuff like that at the state fairgrounds and a couple of the other places this week here. But yeah, uh, like I think I think this week forward it'll be a lot easier. But last week and before it was it was check check like five different things and. You can find an appointment for sure past two hours, but for less than two hours from the cities, it was you had to get it within the minute that it went online. Holy shit. Yeah, it was crazy. 
So I'm two days out from being fully done. You are? Are you, are you Moderna or Pfizer as well? I'm a Johnson & Johnson man. Wait, that's Ooh, only so. one shot, though. Yeah, I had mine on the second. Oh, so you're just two saying weeks after, the I'm two weeks. Fully, Got it. Yeah. You see how they just paused that the other day? Yeah, for so blood clots. The, uh, the stats involved there were... Uh, I understand yeah. why they, but like what, six, six people out of oh, six point eight million, yeah, yeah, or whatever it was. So, yeah, dude. I, all, I, I also, all that. women between eighteen and forty-eight, uh, not my demographic, so I'm not entirely terrified about that either. Well, that's what we were laughing. My even my wife was saying she's like, you know, birth control gives like women more blood clots a year and kills them than that shot does. It's like, so what are they worried about? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, or or uh, COVID. <laughs> actually yeah, yeah. Well, i mean <laughs> i understand why you know they're watching all this stuff so quickly because things would turn around so quickly so right. like i'm okay with the pause but i'm also not worried about uh getting said shot or like whatever one and done i i didn't pick it i just went in and they said this is what we're given today so i was uh, like all right that's for me no you're good i got i had the moderna and the first one nothing i didn't feel anything not even my arm wasn't sore nothing the second one, I was crushed. I mean, I had 103 fever. I was sweating. I was shaking. I was like, damn near thought I was going to die. I couldn't even lift my arms up. I was damn, like, damn, dude. I am dying. I was so sick. And Callie's like, you look terrible. I was pale as a ghost. 20, like nine hours, right out of it. Like, it never happened. I actually went out and did a 12 mile run the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? It was so weird. Oh, that's awesome, though. So, I was sweating so much. I sweat like two pounds out. I just was like sweat like water weight because I was sweating that hard. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, bad. my arm yeah, was. I didn't have anything. <sighs> you didn't have anything. In See, I, I normally like shots. Typically, don't bother me. Um, I had to get allergy shots a bunch as a kid, so I'm needles are not a problem for me. Yeah, and um, dude, my my arm got really sore for like two days after afterwards, but it was weird. It wasn't like it wasn't sore in the sense of functionality. So it was sore, like a constant soreness, but like yeah. flexing my muscles and moving my arm around, I didn't feel any restriction. So it just felt like someone punched me and it was like a bruise. But but normally like bruises, like as you flex and retract your muscles, you can feel the bruise. And I didn't yeah. have that. So it was really weird. Yeah localized very localized. yeah like, i woke up saturday morning my arm was sore that was at like seven o'clock by 10 o'clock i had no nothing anymore i was just like all right we're good to go poor bryce had a had a nasty little my brother had a nasty little headache uh last uh saturday after yeah. his shot and he had to drive down to rockford illinois to pick me and the girlfriend up because my girlfriend's car blew up on her way to uh Take me to the surprise that she was planning for me. Uh, what was the wait? Do you know what the surprise is? Yeah, I okay. know what it is. It was very sweet. She was going to take me to my favorite restaurant uh, that only sort of exists in Chicago and DC in the States. Ooh. What place is this? Nando's is the name of it. It's like a fast food chicken joint that's all over England. It's like spicy peri peri chicken. Um, I think I've heard of this in DC. Yeah, and I I think there might be one in Vegas too, but there's like very limited number of places you can go to get it here, and then it's like on every street corner in in England you go to. But yeah, 
I feel like there's a Nando's in the suburbs of like Baltimore area too somewhere. There might be like, which is not far from DC, so that would make sense. But yeah, I've heard that before. I've been to England. I lived in England for like three months. I know I've heard of Nando's, and that sounds like okay. But I so, didn't know they had one in DC. I know I swore I saw one in Baltimore one time. So, anyways, it was a, it was a real great idea. We were driving down. Rockford's probably like. 80 miles from it's really close to the border of Wisconsin yeah, so, and, and Illinois it's a decent drive. Right. And we were going up a hill and I started hearing a clunking noise. Oh shit. Uh, I'm like, so she took it out of the, like the eco mode that it was in and it went away for maybe like 20 seconds and then came back again. And we're like, Oh, we better get off at the next exit. Went, ended up finding a shop to take it into guy, opened it up. Bone dry, no oil in it at all. <laughs> Metal flakes in the yeah. And it's like the check oil light never came on, oil pressure never came on, <laughs> check engine never came on. Did she uh, was the train bolt missing? That's it's still sitting at a shop in Rockford that they can get to in about two weeks. They said uh, mm-hmm. to look at it, but then check Janesville, and Janesville's got a whole bunch of uh, the dealer there because. Like, towing it back to Madison is not a cheap tow. No. Uh, 80 miles, you never want to do that. Yeah. So, it was like, well, maybe we can get it to Janesville if they can get to it sooner. But they're dealing with an engine problem there, a bunch of engine problems there, too. So, I don't know if it's just that make and model is sort of having a... Is it a hybrid or something you're saying? Yeah, it is. It's a yeah. 2017 Hyundai hybrid. So, mm. But, yeah. So... Burned up the motor. Yeah, uh, well, I mean that's. So Bryce had to drive down with his headache and mild fever from his uh, second shot. And that sucks. Pick us up in Rockford, drive us all the way back to Madison, and then drive back home to his place because he lives like right in between the two of them. So he just made one big long round trip. Uh, the guy, but... car problems are never fun, man. That sucks. So I've had no car this week because uh, I've been letting her drive my car because she has to actually go into work and I get to work from home and. Lo and behold, no car means I can't get myself in trouble, and I've lost four pounds this week by not eating <laughs> like an asshole. And you're walking to the gym, too. Walking to the gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that fun stuff. Bonus. Bonus. I got back on my yoga kick finally this week. I got, I was in such a good training regimen, and then, like, mm-hmm. I just, like, got screwed going to going to St. Louis with all the stuff that happened with with you know, just being there and then the dog and everything else. So got back on my yoga streak and nothing good happens in St. Louis running. Yeah, I know. St. Louis, Missouri, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've been there once. I've been there once. You you know what I will say? So I got three runs in while I was there, um, before, like I just totally got overwhelmed with stress and, uh, it was beautiful because their trees were flowering so like the magnolias and the dogwoods and the pear trees were all like full bloom, and um, whatever hides the shitty skyscape they have there. Well, so where I am, yeah, like I where I was um, was really nice, and it's all city, like it's all old city streets where I was, you know. So she lives in she lives in an area called St. Louis Hills, though. Because it's literally just hills. So it was just me running city streets, but just running a valley. So I would go, you know, because where she is is not, it's a very like middle class average neighborhood. 
But when you're a distance runner, you can put down a lot of miles. So like mm-hmm. going too many miles away from her house was a bad option because there's some really shady neighborhoods not that far away. <laughs> and so like I had Don't to ask her, I was like, what streets? Like I had pulled up Google Maps and I'm like, what, what should I, where should I retain myself? Like, where should I be? <laughs> so it was literally just me running blocks like down the valley, back up the valley, turn around it. Turn, do the next block down the valley, back up the valley. Uh, but it was it was still good. Good to get out. Warm weather. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a cool town. I've been there one time. I really enjoyed it when I was there. That was nice. I just was, you want to stay out of like East St. Louis, though. Is that like the one across the river? Yeah, that's across the yeah, river. There's, that's a little there's plenty of other bad places. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those cities where... It's the nation's anus. One block is like literally mansions like literally mansions and the next block like is is horrible so like there's there's lots of ups and downs there's plenty of great places though you know and Budweiser is like eight city blocks there I remember I I saw that when I was there (laughs) it's like literally a tenth of the whole damn city it's like either like a trucking distribution or the actual facility it's huge it's I remember we were there it's like we took a bus and then there was like eight city blocks and like that's Budweiser, that's Budweiser, that's Budweiser. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. crazy. Somehow that's the uh, least awful thing St. Louis is famous for. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a running bit on this show that I hate St. Louis. But uh, Oh, really? Yeah. We both uh, frequent it pretty, you know, at least yeah. you go at least once a year typically, don't you? Future burning Royzen for the city. Yeah, so it's uh, I mean, it was basically somehow all of my best friends from college ended up all coming out of St. Louis, and like half of them didn't know each other until they got here. But they all like did the St. Louis thing where they're like, "Hey, what what high school did you go to?" Because that's apparently the St. Louis equivalent of dogs greeting each other by sniffing each other's butts is to right, ask them what right. high school they went to in St. Louis. Uh, Lots of private the, the private high schools are a big thing there too. Really? Yeah, huge. Like it's uh, I don't know. Did Debbie grow up in St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Oh, what she, high school she go she, to? Well, no, she grew up like right off of Forest Park. So like two or three blocks off Forest Park. So by Wash U and stuff. Uh, yeah. She went, I think her graduating class was like 20 kids. Okay. God. Well, I won't know it because I'm not from St. Louis, but, uh, you know, all the St. Louis people will know and judge based on what high mm-hmm. school she went she to because that's what they do. She didn't come from money, so. <laughs> well, that doesn't matter. It's all of the high schools <laughs> are part of a – Horrible, horrible ecosystem of horrible, horrible people. (laughs) No, it's weird, though. Like private schools here are. It's like you're buying a car every year, right? They're expensive, right? Oh, yeah, they're salty expensive. But like for whatever reason, the public schools are so bad that there are literally private schools everywhere in the city, like everywhere. And so all your are all your private schools out there like a Catholic school? Yeah, or I think like I think a lot of them are related to church in some way or another. And there's a big there's a big church like yeah. population. I everyone, yeah, I think everyone in our area in the state is. I think they're all Catholic school or yeah. something. There, there's no such thing as like a non-religious private school. I I think we might have some uh, bigger ones that are expensive, but. It, 
Yeah, and like St. Louis, like there's a lot of lot of public or private schools that are not you have to be rich to send your kids here type of thing. So mm. whatever that's worth. Anyways, mm. wow, we really like just fucking side transition. Oh, yeah. uh, we can go well, back to uh, talking about real stuff. I just had to get some St. Louis hate yeah, out of my system. No, it was, you know what, man? It's been a while. It was. Well, uh, you know what? I'll go over there. Fuck Budweiser. They're insane. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? Like, fuck them. Oh, I will say, um, Four Hands is out of St. Louis, and they make yeah, amazing true. beer. Good stuff. Good stuff. Four Hands is good. Very good. I, and uh, Boulevard. Oh, no, that's Kansas City, Missouri. That's Kansas, Kansas City Boulevard. Yeah. I was say I like Boulevard. They're very good too. That's another Missouri one. Yeah, so Four Hands um, makes good beer. Four Hands makes really good stouts, like really, yeah. really good stouts. And are they the ones that are right by the stadium? Um, I've never actually been to their to their location. I've only had their their canned beers. Um, but they make um, absence of absence of dark. Absence of darkness, absence of light. I don't remember which one it is. It's one of those two. But it's their peanut butter chocolate milk stout. Oh, shit. Absence of light. That's what it is. And it's amazing. It's it's my favorite peanut butter beer. It's just it's just so smooth. Like, it's such a smooth um, stout. And so I went to I went to the sandwich shop hoping that they would have it. Like, cause my sister-in-law is a dope sandwich shop down the street and they didn't have it like anywhere. And I was so sad cause I didn't even want the sandwich. I was just going to get the sandwich and grab the <laughs> beer out of the cooler. Cause that's what I did last time I was there. And so I look it up on their website and it's seasonal and it's seasonal from like late summer through October or something like that. And I was like, oh shit, no, I'm not oh, going to find isn't this. Isn't that heartbreaking when a seasonal beer isn't in when you want it? So here's the thing though. I went to the grocery store. I remember something about this in our last Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were griping about this last time. About- <laughs> so I go to the grocery store yeah, I've heard this joke. and they have a stout uh, variety pack with their milk Ooh. stout, which is amazing. Yeah. The, the peanut butter chocolate milk stout and then their espresso milk stout and i was like dude this is great and they were all fantastic so i was very happy about finding that it is the uh tap room that's right down the street from the stadium is it okay that's where we normally go to have a beer before i go to a cardinal game they post amazing food on their instagram all the time i want to i definitely want to try it out next time we go it's a very interesting stadium, by the way. Like it's mm-hmm. like at street level when you go in, but it's like sunk down. Like the the field's like sunk down then street level. And it's like a, not very welcoming. Fans, so it sucks. It's no, well, it's not. It's not very welcoming, like parking wise or like no, getting no, in, in and out. Yeah, well, they've got the yeah, they got the the pedestrian boulevard that uh, faces one side of it. Oh, okay, mate. Two times ago, I went there. That's where the cops were pepper spraying people. Yeah, I was gonna. So. I was gonna say where we where we went in and out was was not very like. I was like, this is weird. Like, we gotta walk by some really shady bu- looking buildings and streets to get here. Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> uh, first time I was in St. Louis, uh, we was near the stadium, and a whole bunch of. You know, a motorcycle gang on cross rockets came flying by us at like two o'clock in the morning on these uh, on the side street. And it's like 
25 miles an hour limit and they're doing about seven, like <laughs> seven or eight guys. And I'm like, yep, not in Kansas anymore. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. So anyways, um, yep. So that happened. Um, what else do we got? So, um, are you dabbling in the coffee brewing stuff at all? So, I tinker with it at home on a small scale. I have a little micro roaster here at home that does like a quarter pound at a time. And I've been sticking with that for two or three years now. But Allie, our coffee, I call her the caffeine queen. Uh, and she is awesome. Uh, she is super talented. And that thing, that's a sexy roaster. It's uh, all propane fired and everything like that. I mean, so today she was, or yesterday she was actually roasting and she let me come in and kind of check it out and stuff like that. And uh, I told her I really want to start learning a little bit more about it. I said, I don't plan on ever roasting for her because she's like the artist, but I would just like to be a part of it and do it more and stuff like that. And I told her about, I would like to buy the green beans, roast my own, and then I can just keep it for home here. It'd be like eight pounds of coffee. I'm like, well, shit, that'll last me a couple months here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's really cool. But where I've been coming in at the coffee shop end is we're doing, um, I put it in, I just put it in a uh, nitrogen cold brew system, like tap system at her shop, which is awesome. So now she can have cold nitrogen coffee on draft, Dope. which is pretty fun. Uh, we're doing bourbon barrel aged coffee. So what we're doing is we're taking the green beans and putting them in a bourbon barrel that's been freshly emptied of whiskey. And the green beans absorb all that whiskey flavor and like let it leach into it. And then she takes them out and roasts them and they still have a coffee and bourbon undertone to them. That could be cool. Super, yeah. Super sexy. Really delicious. I mean, it, it's, they don't come out of the roaster tasting like a straight shot of Jack Daniels or anything like that, but you definitely get that whiskey undertone to it when it's brewed. It's really, really neat. And uh, I've been doing that with her, and that's stuff I've been researching for a little bit, and she has not explored into. So that's really fun. Um, we're actually doing, uh, going to be doing, uh, we're going to be canning some of her coffee too, like in, in on our little canning line and doing like cold brew canning to go Ooh, and stuff like cool. that. Uh, we're introducing her into some like tonics and doing like house made like tonic waters and seltzers and stuff like that. We're doing like a hop tonic, which is like citra hops and just seltzer water and a little bit of other things and doing some stuff like that. And we're trying to take her stuff to the next level. And we just filled, um, a rye whiskey barrel with her cold brew coffee. And we're going to let that sit about two to three months, pull that out. We're going to put it in wine bottles actually with a cork. So it'll be like a, a cork and caged uh, flat cold brew that's been sitting in a rye whiskey barrel, you know, doing stuff like that. That's so crazy. I wouldn't think that like coffee could sit that long, like cold, cold brew could sit that long and still be good, but it, it works, huh? It, it's absolutely fantastic. I've done it once before with another local shop and I was kind of in the same boat where you were. I'm like, this will never work. And it worked Totally fine. That's awesome. You get all the sediment out of it before it goes into the barrel. It it stays totally. I suppose that's that's the key, right? Because the thing with cold brew is if you brew it too long. Yes. Or you let it sit too long, it gets bitter. But the bitterness is from the beans. So you're right. If you get all that out, then it's just a liquid. Right. 
That makes so you sense. You the sediment and crap before it goes into the barrel, and it is just literally cold steep coffee. You could steep it in that barrel for a month or two, no problem, and pull it back out, and it's totally fine. But I, I love the flavors that it's picking up from the wood because, yeah, you're going to get some bourbon, which is natural from a whiskey barrel or a rye whiskey, but you're getting like this wet toasted coconut flavor, like a roasted almond. You're getting a... Uh, tannin, you know what I mean? A lot of things that just give you like this complex flavor, and it really is playing nice with that charred coffee, roasty taste. It just makes some awesome flavors. It's super deep and complex and stuff like that. It, it's really doing some cool stuff. That's really super cool. cool. Um, yeah, we're doing some fun projects over in the coffee shop, too. So I don't claim to be any kind of master at roasting, but uh, Allie has been patiently working with me and letting me in on it and stuff like that. But maybe if we, uh, when, I, when she lets me uh, do my own roast here soon, I'll package them up and get it to you. Oh, dude, I I mean, we we easily burn six pounds of coffee in my house a month, easily, oh, if, if not Same more. Here. Yeah, because, I mean, we're, it's French press. And so yep. for us to make three things of French press a day is not uncommon. You know? No, I agree. I do two a day at least yeah. all the time. You usually morning, but you know, mid morning, sometimes after dinner, like yeah, we're just mm-hmm. always all about it. Um I yeah, I've never had any kind of like a barista experience or anything like that, but it's cool because like I'll go into the coffee shop, which is connected to the brewery, and she, and she'll be like, just make whatever you want. And I'm like learning how to pour espresso shots. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, this is cool. It's like I won't want to do it for a job, but it's fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, do you have any beer projects that you're really uh, excited about working on right now? Yeah, so sorry, he's sorry. pouring, guys. So we're gonna give him a second to finish his pour and turn around. He literally has pour, a. I don't want to say right behind me. Uh, I tried to shut the tap and do the shut. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> it was so, a nice save at the end. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's always stuff coming. The one I told you already about the Muscatel barrel that we're doing some really special stuff, but, uh, uh, listen to this hail Mary we had the other day. This, this is ridiculous. So as we all know, next week is 4:20, And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> it would be so funny to make a weed beer, but like, obviously we can't put weed in beer. That's totally illegal. But I'm thinking, what can we do to make the beer stink like pot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because there are some hops out there that actually have a very catty, dank, like pine resin, like dope smell to them. And I'm thinking, all right, let's just take one of our IPAs, dry hop the living snot out of it with these really cat pissy hops and be like, we're going to make this super dank thing. And, you know, and then we were talking about roasting um, hemp parts and smoking them and i'm putting that in there and i was like "Ooh, smoked hemp parts that could be kind of cool it would give it like a touch of smoke but give you that danky taste i'm like oh this would be hilarious so that was at like two o'clock in the afternoon let's fast forward to like seven o'clock that night i was actually pouring i volunteered to help pour beer and talk at the, the restaurant was having all the like local uh, county commissioners and large business big wigs there for a little private event and stuff like that so i volunteered to do it and this one guy i see him handing out like it looked like little cigar tubes and i was like why is he handing it out to everybody 
and and I saw a report and they, they looked like joints. I was like, oh my god, this guy's handing out joints right in the middle of the brewery. Where is it? <laughs> here that here he owns the largest hemp farm local in our area, and I didn't know this. He grows hemp, and it's no THC. It's all you know, I mean, just regular old hemp. And I told him, I said, oh my god, do you have access to any hemp right now? Because hemp smells obviously directly like pot. But it has no THC content. It's safe to use in beer. It's legal to use in beer. And I was like, that would be so funny. And he goes, yeah, I have a whole bunch of my trunk. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> I was like, what? You just roll around with like pounds of hemp in your trunk? I was like, if you get pulled over, you're so happy. It looks suspicious, you know? So he goes out and gives us like a whole shitload of just like pure grass hemp ready to go. Looks like the pot leaves. Everything ready to go, and I was like, "This is too far." Is it? Is it look like it doesn't look like the bud though? It looks like the actual leaf oh, part oh, of it. No, or? it totally looks like the bud. Oh. They dry it and everything. It looks like bud. It looks like and they okay, set well, it in jar. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'll text you a picture of it here in a minute, just so you can see it. It looks like a jar of weed. It smells like a jar of weed. You're like, oh my god, but it's not. It's just hemp, and there's no THC in it. And they have to have it federally approved, and the, yeah. so they have to have like a barcode on it and everything like that. So. We double checked with the, uh, you know, everything, and they said, yeah, you, you can use it. It's just like using a spice in a beer. I was like, okay. So we took one of our IPAs, and instead of dry hopping it, we, we dry hemped it with a ton of like <laughs> this fresh Lancaster County hemp. And I took a sample of it today because after it's been sitting on it, and I was like, oh my God, it tastes like a bong hit. <laughs> it is so ridiculously like, I don't even know how to explain it. You get the glass like right to your nose, and it just smells like a bomb. So, and I'm thinking we're going to be pouring this next week, and the whole place is going to split. I have <laughs> had the Hemperer by New Belgium. Mm-hmm. And so it's a like similar idea, right? Very much so. Um, I you get a brewery out there called Sweetwater. Well, you get a brewery called Sweetwater. Uh, they're they're no. out of Georgia. I don't know if you guys get them. No, we don't. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. They started a whole line of beers, like one's called like Sour Diesel. One's called like Gorilla Glue 4. (laughs) And and they're all like, so what they did is they figured out a way to get the extract, the smell terrapins out of the pot with no teas. Okay. So they add the terrapin smell into the IPA. So it makes the smell like. Uh, Dude, I. I was as someone who who very much enjoys that smell um, and it it just enjoys THC in general. I could not get past it. I was so we every time I took that bottle and brought it up to my like face, like I could smell it like it it, it smells like you're about to drink like an eighth of weed in your bottle. It's like drinking your bong water. That, that's exactly what I was like. Oh my god, this smells like yeah. Pot. I, was like, I think I think it's what it's like a sour, right? Where yeah. just because you've had one, you shouldn't judge the generalized term of it. So I think I think maybe the New Belgium one wasn't for me, but I could see an IPA maybe working a little bit better because it, you, you have that different those different notes. But still, like, mm-hmm. dude, it, it messed with my head so much to lift up that bottle and smell it and try and take a drink and just be like, what? 
That 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 should have been for me if that was your phone. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm on call, so I had to leave my ringer on. So listeners, you got to deal with it. But there you go. There's a there's like what we were putting in the beer. Like, and then you could send it to Rob. That's there. so Joe. crazy, man. Yeah, it looks just. Doesn't that look like? Yeah, it does. It it does. It looks like um. It's. It doesn't have the same here. I'm sending this to Rob, so I can't apparently talk and look at pictures at the same time. Um, it looks like dried buds. It doesn't look like they're all crystally, though. Are they all crystally? I can't tell from the photo. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They're not as like sticky because that would that would be your. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like they, they got to be very careful about that because. You know. No, there's no, there's actually like zero THC and stuff. They had it state and federally tested. There's nothing. Is it? Is there CBD in it still though? There is. Okay. Yes, plenty of it. Legally, I cannot say it'll relax you, cure you, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like, right, you can't say that, or that. That's a big no-no. So that's like making a false medical claim. Uh, God damn it, Rob! I, I don't think <laughs> he's listening to me right now, but I can tell you, it, it's cool. It chills you out a little bit. Does it? It's wild. Okay. Yeah, it's. I, I've had it's cool. I've had CBD stuff, and um, I definitely have felt the chill out effect of it. Um, sure, it works. Yeah, so I mean, totally understand how that would work. Actually, I think that would. I think that would actually be a really cool addition to alcohol. You know, like that mellow, yeah. chill out type of drink. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. There was uh, one of the breweries in town here had like you could add cbd oils to your or whatever to your beers like they're normal beers and then you could say add this to it get a dropper of it yeah yeah so that's what they did i want to say it was the great dane that did it for a while i haven't actually been to any bar outside the one that's a block and a half away from my house when i know there's like two people in there and over a year so it's been it's been a while since i've you know, perused the uh, the city, but that was sort of a thing they were doing for a while. Once that became a thing you could do in the state, they, I mean, yeah, in places where it's legal to tincture is a big thing. You know, having mm-hmm. having the ability to drop stuff in. Um, Coffee shops do that a lot down in like Asheville, North Carolina, and stuff. We were down there, which is a real big hippie beer city. They, like you can get like a cappuccino, and it's like, whoop! Do you want twenty five milligrams of CBD? In it? Add two bucks. You know, it's like. They drop it in, yeah. It's like detox, retox all the way, you know. Like, well, they uh, <laughs> they actually announced today. I saw a thing on Reddit that um, the Speaker of the Senate, uh, Schumer, is that his name? <laughs> I've heard of him. No, whoever the yeah. Democratic guy is, said that the federally, yeah, the federally legal bill is going to be on the floor soon. So hopefully they don't pump it full of a bunch of shit and it actually goes through. Listen, at a time right now, so that's a big thing that's going on in our state right now, especially with all this um, COVID, relief money, blah, blah, restaurants, bars, they all took a huge hit this year. So, so what we're hearing is our lieutenant governor is massive on legalization, massive. He actually owns a couple of dispensaries in Pittsburgh. Like he's really big on. If you ever get a chance, Google Pennsylvania's Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. This mother effer is probably seven foot one, and he is probably 
395 pounds of like just all linebacker. <laughs> He's not fat. He is all beef, and he is huge. He wears a dicky shirt and like jeans on the on the floor. He's like, yeah. Like, He's got like all the pictures that I see of him. He's either in a gray yes. or a black button up. Dude, he wears like dicky shirts all that. He's our lieutenant governor. This dude is ridiculous. He's really cool. All about legalization. And uh, at the lieutenant, so the 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 capital's not too far from our house here. And it's funny you see like his office is like in this one window, and he has a big pot leaf flag hanging off the edge of his office balcony. <laughs> he's been getting like a he's been getting like a fucking like two hundred dollar fine every day for having it up. That's hilarious. He's, he's gonna keep it up until it gets legalized. I love it. And he's like all about it, so it's like, oh man, it's, it's so funny right now. But they were saying, if this does pass, what they're thinking, which it might here very soon for recreational, they want to make the a huge chunk of the taxes of it go to restaurants, bars, the people that were influenced by all this shit for the COVID, and it's going to go for them for like the next two to three years. So now that what that does is, you know, you have. A pretty conservative state you know pennsylvania where it's like philly on the left on the right pittsburgh on the left and you got alabama in the middle you know <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ yeah, that's really what it is right, right. I mean, it really is i mean philly and pittsburgh are like two blue spots like out here like this and then you got red alabama in the middle and so you if you're turning all these people that are pro-business and like these you know, conservatives are really hardcore, like, oh, we wouldn't even get our money back. That that's turning them. And it's like they're like, well, we're gonna get money for three to four years now or whatever coming off this pot money. So it, it could happen. Dude, it I think happen. I think with with um our neighbors to the north Canada already having it legal with Mexico doing it, eighteen other states, I think it's I think it's only a matter of time. Well we just got here out here in Pennsylvania, we just got uh cornered. New York passed it. Uh, recreational the other day. New Jersey passed it, and Maryland is going to pass it any day now. So it's like we are cornered right now. Yeah. So it's going to be like, what? If, we're going to have to go at any point here. That's the way we look at it because it's like, what's going to stop people from just driving over to Baltimore? And for me, Baltimore's thirty something minutes. You know, thirty five, forty minutes. And just bring it back, dude. That's <laughs> what that's what we used to do with beer on Sundays. We used to drive to Wisconsin. It was a 25-minute drive. It's like, oh, I want beer. It's Sunday. I'm out. Okay, drive to Wisconsin, get beer, come back. Oh, for now, you had the Blue Law things where they, they want to sell beer on Sundays. Yep. That's not a problem in Wisconsin. You know, there's still... I was going to say, I feel like Wisconsin, they're like, you can have beer on Christmas morning if you You can bring your and, kid to the bar and buy beer for him in Wisconsin. You can. I've heard this before. Yep. Actually, matter of fact, one of my very good friends... And he actually owns a brewery here in town. He's from um, right outside Green Bay. He, he always has like these funny shirts that say "Drink Wisconsin." Yep, yep. It's it's so, all over the place. Yeah, he's like all over. And he was telling me when he was like seventeen, he said his dad would take him to the bar and they drink a beer. And, like it was totally cool. He's like, as long as your parents say it's yep. fine. It's like uh, if yeah, you're on sure. in that part of the state, whew, if you're probably probably a good idea to have a, a driver with you. I think if you're That's on awesome. your property, there's no restrictions. And then if you're with your parents at a restaurant, you can or a bar or whatever. It's crazy. Uh, bless you, Wisconsin. Bless you. 
That's so that's hilarious. I love it. Yep. I love it's, it. Uh, a thing we're famous for. Well, wait, what is, wait, is this Wisconsin? Because this is like my favorite like bullshit crap beer, I always say. I, you know what my number one? Like if I have to go and spend twelve dollars on a case, which I if I open up the fridge, we'd have a case in there right now. Hams. That is oh, Minnesota yeah. baby. That is Minnesota. That, Minnesota yeah. I thought it was Wisconsin. Nope. Okay. Nope. nope. It's uh it's frequent Wisconsin bars. You can find it and all mm-hmm. that, but it is Minnesota. Yep, the brewery. ham skunk. Uh, yes. Is that is it a yeah. skunk? I it was a is it or is it a badger? It's black and white. Oh, it's a it might be a badger. That's it. That's it. Um, it might be a skunk though. No, and, maybe uh, a, I don't know. But when I was when I was in high school, a thirty-two pack of hams love was nine dollars. Dude, love it. It's it, it, I I keep a thirty rack of it around for all times, and it's it, it's such of all the like the B squad beers. It is literally like the best one. It's all barley. It's a lager. They use it, so it's not like they're using corn or rice or any other bullshit like. Coors or anything like that. So all barley. Funny you should mention that they are owned by Coors. They are, but they're actually doing an all barley, like straight up American retro lager. I think it's such a fantastic beer for thirteen dollars a thirty rack anymore. You know. Do you? And we always. I mean, it's funny. Brian and I both have like Hams T-shirts. So I can say like it is. It says like on the back of them. It says like you know from the land of sky blue waters or something like that. Whatever the can. So I didn't know this, but they were. The fifth largest brewery in the United States at one point. And and oh. they started in St. Paul, but they also had breweries in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Houston, and Baltimore. They brew that in Baltimore, too? Apparently, man. Well, shit. 1865. Um, I, from the land of Blyce, from the land of sky blue waters, man. I love it. <laughs> It is from the land of sky blue waters. That's really funny. See? That's right on the can. (laughs) Dude, that's like the best. Like, so anytime we go trail riding and stuff, that's like our trunk beer. We keep them in the trunk and then have them at the end. Like, that's like our thing. But hams is like the best. Um, Let's see. So what is this logo? There's a bar in town in Madison that had like on bacon night where they just like pass around plates of bacon uh, while you drank. It was like quarter ham schlitz and pbrs all night uh, so that place was that was a rough place but there was a period of time when i was on a limited income and i knew a place where i could drink for a quarter of beer every night of the week listen i don't care what you say don't turn your nose up with hams At, from a brewer's standpoint that beer is well crafted i'm telling As you I, like I, of all the bullshit beers that is like the best. I'm going to give it a go. I got, I have, it's been a long, You've never had no, I, I have totally had hams, but it's been, say, oh. fuck man. It's maybe been 20 years since I've had hams. That, oh, that's not true because it would have been in college. So 15, I'm going to give it a go. Dude, you're missing out. I'm telling you, just take the 12, 15 buck, go get yourself a 30 rack. And it's just like, it is the most refreshing, awesome, like American retro logger there is out there. Um, I will. What's that other one? I tag you in on Facebook or so or Instagram. I was like, "What is this? It's from your region." <laughs> it, it was some weird ass like micro like American logger, and I was like, "Dude, I'll trade you some Yingling for this." And you were like, "Oh man, you don't want it." Oh, I don't. Shit, I don't remember. So it was like a red and white can. Uh, oh, it looked 
it was from like Minnesota or something like that. Or I was like, oh god, what is this? It was like St. Paul or like it was red and white can. I can't remember. I don't remember either. I tagged you in it on Instagram. You're like, dude, you I would try these American old old retro loggers. Like, um, it is a it is a bear. It is not a not a skunk. It's a black and white bear. So okay. Uh, so you guys got that going for you. There, least. there is a farm that I pass on the way back from the cabin that has like a six foot tall metal bear ham sign out by their mailbox, oh, and it's amazing. And you haven't stolen that yet, dude. Out of respect for the farmer that puts a six foot tall ham sign at the end of his driveway <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, I will gladly tip my Listen. hat and continue on. I'm you just saying, your kids could use some decor in their room. Get a picture of it next time you're out, man. That that is like, I'll put, I'll hang that in the brewery. That, that that's like our that's like our go to, man. It's so funny. Like we always joke about hams, like the best thing going. Oh, dude! All right, next time, next time we're driving, I'll pull over and uh, make make the missus take a snap a picture of me because it's pretty rad. There's dude, hams like hams regular, <laughs> regular. It's so good. Yeah, it's uh, that's funny. That's really funny, hams, man. Huh. Oh, so good. Yeah. That's too funny. Oh my god. That's like that's like what keeps us fueled. It was funny after like I just remember after like a bunch of us did our last marathon, we were like like all of us like PR and we were all like just chugging hams in the parking lot. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a beer for winners. That's what it is. <laughs> do you uh do you have any races scheduled this year? Uh, so the the next one I got coming up is May sixteenth. I got a half coming up. I'm gonna do a road half, and then I'm gonna do probably a marathon somewhere in summer, and then I'm gonna do a fifty k actual trail race in October. You're, that's the one that you're telling me about, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna do a fifty k there, and then. Man, if all goes well and tra- this summer doesn't go too bad, I want to sign up for the JFK 50 miler. Oh, that that's the like one the that you were old- telling me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the oldest 50 miler in the country. And it's also the only 50 miler that they allow on the Appalachian Trail. Hmm. So it actually goes, not the whole thing goes on the Appalachian Trail, only like 15 miles of it goes on the Appalachian Trail, but they don't typically let races go on the Appalachian Trail. But because it's one of the oldest ones in the country, they let this one. Go. That's cool. If you're familiar with like David Goggins, yeah, oh yeah, those dudes, uh, he does it every year. Like, um, what's his name? Dean Carnazis does it every year. If you know those guys, like Amelia Boone, if you, if you know her, I'm sure like all Courtney's these, like, really, out there too. Yeah, 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 like all those like super studs come out and do it, and nobody really does it for like a speed record. They just do it to come out and fun, futz around, and it, it's pretty fun from what I hear. So I'm thinking i might try to get into that i definitely would need to do a 50 mile race um i have well i know well i have a 50k already i have a family that 50k that i ran last year we're trying to make it a tradition so we have it set up for end of october right now and the the goal is to um my cousin that runs 100 miles races all the time she they own a uh, short bus that they converted into an rv like legit converted into an rv and um the goal is to rent a campsite bring the bus out there and then do the 50k and have the campsite to go back and pit stop at and party at 
Yep. So that's that's the goal this year. Last year we just had the the short bus in the uh, parking lot, so we're hoping to camp out this time. But um, I don't think I can do a fifty k and a fifty miler in one month. <laughs> well, you, you have a fifty. So the fifty miler is November twentieth. Oh, so that would be after. It, it's like the week before my birthday, like December. So it's November twentieth. It's right around Thanksgiving ish, before Thanksgiving. The twentieth is. Um, and it's in Maryland, so it's not in Pennsylvania. It's like right below us. It's like, yeah, maybe forty-five minutes from here. So you're right on the Pennsylvania-Maryland border, not too far. Baltimore, Fredericksburg, out that way, um, DC. Uh, it, it's um, it's pretty cool, from what I hear. A lot of people do it. They say it's a lot of fun. They say it's probably one of the best ones you could do because there's a good chunk, like on a rail trail, which keeps it kind of like. T- more tame sure. it's not like you're not scaling boulders the whole time and stuff like <laughs> that. you know what i mean they say it's actually pretty t- they say it's like one of the best 50 miles you could do first if you're ever going to do nice one. well i don't know man maybe we'll have to talk post show because i i do need to check a 50 miler off of my list within the next year so well november 20th if i'm, I'm dumb enough to say if you'll do it i'll do it i go what the hell yeah. um so right now my schedule is Next weekend, I have my marathon. We're doing it in the woods. Virtual. virtual. Uh, I'm doing the Eugene one virtual because they had they had mm-hmm. some pretty dope swag pack. That's really what motivated me. It was the metal looks cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the missus is doing her first half, so I'm gonna pace her for the first nice. half, and I'm gonna run. Then I'm gonna run the marathon parts, the second half solo in the woods. Um, so definitely not a PR event. It's 100% the first yeah. half of the race is focus on her, get her at a good pace so she can finish her race, and then I'll go off on my own. If I'm feeling good, I might push it past the marathon distance. It's just kind of what my legs are up for n- next Whoa. weekend. Um, but it's on the trail, so it's it's way more forgiving than... than yeah, running. bring it slower back. And you'll be exactly. Exactly. And then be a real shame if you uh, got a little tipsy the Saturday night before. Yeah, I know. Rob, Rob is literally coming to hang out and drink beers with me the night before my race. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Oof. But he, I'm leaving early because I want to. Because I've got a. It's probably what an hour and a half drive. Two hour drive down to Winona. Two. I hours? think it's two. Okay, so two hour drive, and I'd rather not uh, push it real late. Yeah, two hour drive and good. Good peak deer season. Uh, yeah. He's going to be leaving at like seven o'clock. So it's still light out when he's driving, driving <laughs> through the shitty parts. Give you plenty of time to get your beauty yeah. rest. We're going to have a beer or two. And yeah. yeah. Yep. And then um, actually this week, my cousin called me and she said, I just booked two hotel rooms for northern Minnesota. I'm assuming the hundred mile superior hiking trail race is going on. Do you want one of the beds to come and pace me for the trail or for the race? So they allow. It's not before you got to pace her, like twenty. I'm gonna pace miles. her until my legs fall off, dude. I told her I was like, so she said, pacers are allowed at forty miles. So at the forty mile mark, she can start having pacers, and um. So you'll be able to keep up with her by then because she's probably been yeah yeah she so she told me she's like dude I'll be running so slow because I I my first comment to her was I literally want to pace you until I cannot run anymore like my goal is to pace you until I literally cannot move anymore and she's like well, man if you play this really good you could get a you could get a hundred k in 
Yeah, do 60. I don't. So her friend is going to pace her too. That runs a lot of like 50 Ks with her. Um, so there will be more than one person pacing, but I would feel better if I could pace her for 20 plus miles. Um, it's a, that's not unbelievable. it's superior hiking trail though. So it's, it's an ancient mountain mountain range. It's the highest elevation in Minnesota. Um, when we did, dude, when we did our 19 mile day, we had stupid elevation, like stupid elevation for what you would think you could do in Minnesota, because it's just a lot of ridge lines, just up and down ridge what, lines. What is like elevation out there? I'm not real familiar. Like, what is it out there? Um, like 3,000, 3,000, I don't know offhand. I have to, yeah. Like when I did my 50, it was like we had a 6,800 over the whole 50. Uh, so Eagle Mountain, Minnesota, which is the highest point in Minnesota, is 2,300 feet. But if you're doing that like up and down. All but day, that's so the that's, thing is it's so it goes along the shoreline of Superior yeah. and it's just up and down all day. It's just uh, up okay. and down. Yeah. Yep. So. See, that's what I'm going to tell you about that 50 miler. I think it's only like. 3,500 over 50 miles. It's not real brutal. That's why I think a lot of people do it. That's what I was going to tell you. It's like, it's tough, but it's not like the worst, you know? Yeah. You know, just 50 miles. I don't know what you're bitching about. (laughs) (laughs) So when we did, let's see. So when we did 17 miles on that trail, I did 4,000. You say that, Robin. I don't want to throw up half the weight that you throw up. So just remember that. <laughs> so I would rather run 50 miles than do oh. like 10 squats with your weight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we did 17.85 miles one day, and it was 4,100 feet elevation. That's pretty good. I mean, for Minnesota, like we don't have any that's actual mountains. That's that, that's pretty gnarly. That's pretty gnarly. I'll, I'll give you that one. I mean... You start getting over 3,500, that, that starts to get a little ugly up there. You know what I mean? That gets They're ugly. fun to and run down, though. Oh, yeah, you can grenade them coming down. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And they're, they're, that oh, part of Minnesota. Yeah, then you wishbone your shin and oh, Dude, well, you're laying there and you're like, oh, I can see the bone. So that's, a, that's really bad. That's the thing is that part of Minnesota is very rocky. Uh, so it's literally it's a lot of just like you were saying, Brad, it's a lot of like you're looking two rocks ahead and you're just kind of skipping over yep. the tops of the points of the rocks because yep. you have a rock plate. So your shoe doesn't bend. So you're you're yep. picking where you're going. All it takes is one slight miscalculation. Uh, our friend, our friend here has done that before. I got pictures of his first uh, trail run. Oh yeah! Did we talk about that? I think we did. We I think we did. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe it wasn't it your first, but dude, you got some gnarly head and knee gashes. Yeah, sure did. I did it one time. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen. I mean, uh, you get out. You go out there yeah. enough. You're gonna. It's gonna happen. Like it, it was. When, that was when I was first doing trail. I remember I was like not sure. Like there was like the first couple times, and like. You're so used to running road, you don't pick your feet up as high. No, yeah. And then I was like, boom, and I would just hit like a rock. And man, I rolled. I my forehead was bleeding, my elbows bleeding. I was like, man, what a dumbass, you know? Like, it, you learn trial by fire. You know? Oh, dude, I mean, I don't know how many times I've caught myself with your shoe. You lift your uh, shoe and it catches something or whatever, and you you do that like mm-hmm. that hopeful like hop or like two or three hops, yeah. and you're just like, God, stay up, stay up. <laughs> 
your head's going farther than yeah, your exactly. Really yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yep. Rob's like, whatever. I'll just throw up four. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I mean, <laughs> you say that. <laughs> I yeah. I think we're gonna get. You know, close we can like sit on top shoulders, like one shoulder each, and you can like like squat us. You know, we'll sit on the bar on each side. <laughs> I think you... the deadlift will get close to 400 in June. Uh, squat's still going to be maybe 350 if I get lucky. And bench is going to be, I'm guessing, somewhere in that 275 to 300 range. That hurts my back and my balls thinking about doing that. Like doing the squats and the bench <laughs> and all that stuff. So we're getting there. We just started the program this week, though, and it's uh, it's, yeah. If you couldn't tell from my head doing the dips tonight, uh, <laughs> changing up what I've been doing for two months to something new is uh, my body's like, whoa, what are you doing to me here, man? And I'm like, yeah, don't no. worry, you'll get used to it. Just give it a couple of days. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, Before I forget. You should draw. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're thinking what I am thinking. So we do we do a fitness contest, Brad, with our uh, with our gaming discord. And one came to the end uh, at the end of March. Um, so we had a two week thing, so we got to draw for some prizes and then we have a new one that started at the beginning of April goes to the end of May. So I have to, I'm going to get that going after we draw some names. Go ahead. Um, but let's see. So I have, uh, I have the names listed out for people that participated and, uh, looking at these ruley rules here, let's see, make sure I'm on the right one. So we are giving away two t-shirts tonight and milks is giving away a $20 gift card. So, um, let's have Brad pick a number first. Brad, what do you want to give away a t-shirt or a gift card? Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm a superficial hoe. I like a good T-shirt once in a while. You know what I'm I mean? with you, man. So. Um, pick a number. They're not in any particular order. One through okay. eleven. Ooh, one through eleven. I'm gonna go with my birthday, and that is two. Two. I like it. Agent H is getting a T-shirt. His hey, yes. His name was in there twice because he also hit. Uh, he was top 25% for weight loss. Holy shit. Glad that's not me in there. I have not been doing good in that department. <laughs> hey, that's me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Although, been a good couple of weeks, but a uh, bad couple of months. Yeah, I, I hit I hit a really high number at the, was it end of February, maybe? Middle February? Yeah, right. yeah somewhere in there. The COVID-19, huh? What's that? <laughs> It's like the freshman 15 yeah. while well, I had the COVID-19. Yeah, you know? no, I just, I got off my diet and just wasn't running. Yeah, no, and Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm back, I'm back in the right frame of mind. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, dude, starches and carbs were good to me for the last two months. I was like, dude, I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, beer's really not the answer. No. It, it's all the other bullshit, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, all right, Rob, how about you give me a number? Ahead, One through 11. Well, I'm going to go with Brad's birthday and pick two. I'm just kidding. H&H gets another t-shirt. We'll go with, uh, we'll go with seven. Not the same damn. And what are you giving away? 
A t-shirt or a gift card? We'll give away the gift card. Giving away a gift card to Laz. Hey, nicely done, Laz. All right. And then oh god, I'm the last. I don't I don't I don't want to pick because I can see like the names and the order that they're in. So I'm gonna Brad, you get to pick one more t-shirt. All right, here we go. So hold on. Here's what we're gonna not do. Not two I'm, and not seven. No, wait. Here's what I'm gonna do. Watch this. See, I guess you don't show the video, do you? No. Are nope. you doing a random number generator? Damn yeah. right, man. I, I'm not I'm, we're gonna keep it one keep it nice and classy. One through eleven. If we pick two and seven, we'll just roll again. Because Rob and I are in this mix just to keep it fun, but we can't actually win the prize, so there's always a chance. Uh, in fact, there's at least four numbers that don't work now. Yes, there's right. four numbers that don't work. One through eleven. You mm-hmm. I got four. Number four. Oh, this is perfect. Milks gets a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the person gives away a twenty dollars. The gift person card giving away the gift the card is getting the T-shirt. I like it. It makes me happy. Congrats to everybody. All right. Well, yeah, congrats to everyone that that kicked butt. Dude, BitDead gave me a run for my money. I laid down 257 and a half miles this contest. Yeah. He laid down 222. Oof. Pretty good. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, and how many, how long was that? Two months. Two months. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a pile of miles, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's hauling. Yeah. I so I yeah I had I I wasn't in that one. I got sick at the end of March and I'm so mad because I got sick at the end of March and I didn't run for like four days or five days, and I was four miles short of my highest mileage last year. Uh, so I was four miles short of breaking my highest mileage month last year. And I was like, oh, oh man, so just your fake Rona put you in. The, I know, dude. Traction for a few yeah. days. Yeah. You know what I, I know what I think it was? I think it was mold. Because uh, I went for yeah. I went for a trail run that day. I did 14 miles the day before I got really sick. And it was hella windy and it was all just mud and muck. And so I think some of the mold, like the snow mold and stuff from from uh yeah. melting and the wind kicked it up because when I got back, like I'm thinking about it, like my face was like burning and Oh, that totally. I yeah. think I just was out in the woods at a bad time on a windy day. Caught it. Yep. Better reason not to go out into the woods. No, don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> don't you say that. That'll teach you. <laughs> so cool. Well, we got that done. Um, for anyone that's listening, new contest is going on. We haven't figured out what we're giving away yet. Might have said it, but I don't remember offhand. But um, it's not too late to join. It's free to sign up, like always. Jump in Discord. Let's get uh, get fit. Amen. Um, what else we got, man? Not a whole lot. I played a little bit of video games this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh. On PC on Tuesday night, helping Elmer Fudd get his first clear uh, in the raid. That was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, there was like three people who had never raided before, and then three of us who had. And with Fudd and his crew, you know there are shenanigans involved. <laughs> uh, but we got it done, and it was it was a really good time. 
That's cool. What? So he hasn't really been on the Destiny kick. What? What got him to want to raid? Uh, he had finally come back to it and gotten up to a high enough light level that he could. And he's like, everyone had been talking about. I'm sure you know RNG Gator had been talking about it because I know he likes that raid as well. Uh, and uh, apparently, Cheesy has uh, clear, cleared the raid. A whole bunch of times and then hasn't got eyes up tomorrow and then reeb got it on his very first run and there was some anger at the end i always enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i haven't i like with everything going on with my personal life and stuff i haven't played much but um i did get on last night and got to play with the boys a little bit on pc and that was fun awesome I started playing It Takes Two with Val as well. What's that? It's, a, it's like a two-person co-op game where you have to like work together to solve puzzles. As your, it's a story about these two parents getting a divorce and their kid cries on some dolls, and you turn into these dolls, and you have to like try to break the curse. Huh. Oh um. <laughs> yeah, Not I want to say not creepy at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's not super difficult, but it's a platformer. So, you know, I suck at it from time to time. Um, last Saturday after the Warzone tournament, I had been drinking while watching WrestleMania night one and, uh, then, and watching FUD's tournament. That was that night. Clay for MVP. If FUD's listening this long, Clay for MVP. Uh, (laughs) but we got back on and then Val started streaming it and I was a little tipsy and oh God, TJ was dying with all of the <laughs> fuck ups I kept making. Like one, one of these things is like a pinball machine. And so Val has to like control the, the launch angle and the speed. And then I have to dodge the stuff and he has to like bring down walls and stuff like that. And so I failed a whole bunch of times. He failed a couple of times. One time I get all the way through to the end and there's just this hole you got hit at the end and I'm like going straight forward and, for some reason, I'm like, oh, I might miss it. I like move my stick just enough, and it was far too sensitive. And I went just at the last second, straight away from the hole and into the wall, and died. <laughs> and everyone just, like, just died laughing at my complete failure there. And I was like, well, this is going well. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's a fun game. Um, I watched the other game that this uh, this company made, and it had like a super ridiculous uh, ending to it that was. Like a huge spoiler ending, and uh, so I'm wondering what the ending for this one will be because uh, if it's anything like the other one, I have no idea what's coming yet. <laughs> uh, I want to so, touch on fun. the uh, excitement about WrestleMania. Do we have another wrestling fan here on the call? Oh, Jesus Christmas! I've been diehard of that crap since I was like eight years old. What are you kidding me? Like, I I, I will admit that I am not like. Super duper McDuper hardcore the last like three years, but I still love it. I watch it when I can and stuff like that. I love that shit. I think I think we might have to bring Brad on for your. So I I have nothing against it, but I don't watch it. Um, I like to give it's like male soap operas. Yeah, I like to give Rob a hard time whenever possible. But I think the next wrestling episode that we have, we have another person to add to it. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, for instance, uh, at Liquid Noise, I'll tell you, this is really funny. 
uh, we, we've always had a bunch of like 80s references to some of our beers. And uh, one of our fa- our IPA was a very juicy New England style IPA. We called it Pulpomania. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, it. I like Pulpomania. Yep. And then we did a 13% um, German lager. And we called it Lagre the Giant. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we were doing fun. And then that was always kind of the, you know, there was always like these old like superstar references and stuff like that. But that, that's funny. Like I still like it to this day. Don't get me wrong. And this, the new superstars are fun. Don't get me wrong. But I love that old classic era of it. Like back in the, the 90s, the 80s when all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it first started going national. Yeah, yeah. When it really got big back then, like some of the early single-digit WrestleManias and stuff, it was a lot of fun, and it was really good. I, I mean, I could go on forever, but it, long story. We'll, we'll talk more. I very much enjoyed the um, the um, Undertaker episode when he was on Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, it was. I just listened. To it that. was very, very entertaining. And he could, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, he, he's legit. I think he's a true class act. I yeah, like him. I like him. He really made me like him as a person listening to him talk mm-hmm. for the yeah, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's they're all just like dummy meatheads, but a lot of them are really smart, intellectual dudes yeah. and stuff like that. You really want to you really want to watch a sad, good story though. Watch the ESPN Thirty for Thirty on uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, that's one of the better ones. That's one of the best like wrestling documentaries I've seen in a while. It's really, really? good. And you know, um, A&E just started those ones this week. Did you see that? The, the new season of, uh, was it Behind the Mat or something like that? No, no, no. A&E is starting a whole new series called um, Superstars. It's going to be an eight-part series every Sunday at 10 o'clock. This week is Stone Cold. Next week is Ric Flair. The week after is Andre. The next week is like Hogan. Then there's going to be like Shawn Michaels, and they're going to do like a two-hour biopic on each one. Oh yeah, biography WWE legends. Yes, that's it. Side of superstars. It's, it's going to be starting this week, I think. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. Watch the thirty for thirty though, uh, on the Ric Flair one. It's sad but really good though, because he had a tough life, man, and his, his kids dying, and like he was a drunk for a while, and. I mean, yeah, he might I mean, still be. Well, he's, yeah, yeah, you don't know that. I mean, everybody thinks he's, I mean, he still is. He almost died a couple times in the last year and a half. You know yeah, I mean? he's had some rough, rough goes of it, but. Yeah, yeah, well, just watch his biopic. It's really good, though. It's really good. And then HBO did a really fantastic documentary on Andre one time. Yep, I watched that one, too. It was that great. Was really good. There's a lot of good ones. Then. Who's the other one? What did HBO do one? Or I forget who did one on the uh, the Montreal screw job with uh, Bret Hart and uh, yeah. Vin. Was that HBO or one of them did a really good? I don't remember where it was, but many of you bet on the WWE Network. They put together a pretty good uh, story of the Montreal screw job when Bret came back into the fold for a little bit to get yeah. his Hall of Fame. Yeah, really good though. Like some of those ones are really good. Yeah, I really uh, I really like Andre the Giant, but no. Oh. He's a bad mother effer, man. He was, he, dude. He felt bad. That poor guy was just collapsing on his own body at the very end. He was just too big for his own good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's essentially what killed him. You know what I mean? Fluffy's talking about the prof song. No, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking about Andre the Giant <laughs> from The Princess Bride. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that movie. Sucks. Oh my God, where's the kick? Where's the kick button? 
<laughs> don't it doesn't don't suck. talk badly it's about fine. the Princess Bride. It's fine. It's just everybody loves it, and I'm just like eh. And so I am a contrarian. I, I Brad, what's it's Brad? Fine. What's your opinion? It's you know it is what it is. It's a class. It's a cult classic. It's not one of my favorites, but it's a cult eh? classic, and I can I can appreciate it for that. Like Rob Reiner, Billy Crystal, you know, like. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, you know, you know I, it's it's like a nostalgia thing, right? It isn't it, it isn't is, necessarily it, because it's the best movie ever, but yeah. you know, it's like the same reason that like the Naked Gun movies will always be amazing to me. <laughs> That's gonna be like your next podcast, like you know how like you remember was it Space Theater three thousand? Yeah, Mystery Science like, Theater three thousand. Yeah, yeah, it, it needs to be like you guys, but like your little shadows in the front, but you're like zooming, you're like a movie and like you see your little like silhouettes in the front you know what i mean like watching a movie and just commenting on it if, the whole time dude, for like a two-hour movie. if we could do that like on twitch i would totally do that i would totally do it that way um we had we have buddies that do um movie reviews uh real geniuses and they do which i thought were dead but then they came back from and the dead did a bunch of episodes a couple of yeah. albums, so it, it was albums. It's some that would be some some that. buddies that that used to podcast with some other friends that game with with them. Um, one podcast died, and they created a new podcast. And they the old podcast used to take movies that they thought were good and talk about them. And it could really like be anything. It could be something that just came out. It could be something that was old. It could be something obscure, mm-hmm. like whatever. And it, it worked well, but. Their new formula is really cool. They only talk about movies from their childhood. So it's only reviews of movies that are like 20, 30 years old. Oh, that sounds good. And it's it's good. Got Fight Club, Wedding Singer, Karate Kid. Karate Kid. You know what pairs best with hams, by the way? So I'm going to tell you this story. This is so one of my last beers I brewed at Liquid Noise. So we obviously Liquid Noise. You can imagine we have a very jamming like sound system in there. I mean, it would make sense. We also had a huge movie screen along the wall. So one of the last nights we brewed there before all this happened was we had to brew overnight because it just didn't work, and we had to do it over. So we didn't start brewing until like nine o'clock at night, and we got done like three in the morning. And we're like, all right, we're gonna just fuck off all night so we were playing music real loud like old 80s hair metal and shit and then we were like oh my god let's hook the fire stick up so we started and then so there there is a beer distributor like 300 yards from liquid noise brewing so before they closed we went and got a 30 rack of hams and drank hams all night while we were brewing and we put on the best 80s fucking horrible cult classic that pairs well it's the best pair with hams roadhouse Patrick <laughs> And it was like Roadhouse and Hams all night. So it was like uh, we just laughed our ass off all night. And the um, the beer we actually ended up calling it No Sleep Till Brew Day. <laughs> I like it. And it was like super fun. Like we brewed it all night. It was like it was, it was like that's awesome. <laughs> Sounds like, awesome. Yeah. So we always joke that like what pairs well with Hams? Roadhouse. No shit, man. Like. <laughs> Um, Debbie, what was it, two nights ago? She made some sort of reference to a Britney Spears quote that uh, I didn't get at all because I don't know. Like, I know Britney Spears from, like, 90s, but I don't know any of her new stuff. So she made this quote, and I'm just like, oh. 
and it kicked off into let's just watch Britney Spears music videos till we go to sleep tonight. And it was very interesting. You watch the movie Crossroads with her. I have I don't even know what that is. She made she made a like a movie with a couple other little chicks called Crossroads. It was like a legit movie. Like check it out. What's well, it legit is a rather uh well, wait, wait, wait. Generous term. A legit, like, motion picture. Let's put it that way. I'm not saying it was, like, a YouTube thing. It was, like, a... Yeah. a 2002. Because I remember I worked at Blockbuster back in the heyday, and I remember that, like, being on the, the thing. I was like, oh, my God, Britney Spears. And it was called Crossroads? or Yeah, it was definitely called Crossroads. Britney Spears, Justin Long. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not that I watched it or anything. I even heard about it, but I'm like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see? See? Yeah, all right, all right. I like it. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know any yeah, of these. Oh, Dan Aykroyd's like, in it. I'm like, I don't know any oh, of these other people. Oh, wait, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd is in it. Perfect. There you go. See, like it. Now you and know Debbie can watch that till you fall asleep next night. Like, hey, man. I, uh, holy shit, it won Best Actress and Worst Original Song. There you go. You are. Well oh no! Ready. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. This is the Golden Raspberry Awards. It won. Yeah, they won Raspberry. It won Worst Actress, Britney Spears, and Worst Original Song. Yes. See. Don't well, say I, I attributed anything to oh. this because I'll tell you, like, you are welcome. I am going to watch it. I have to watch this now. Oh yeah. Maybe you need to go get a thirty rack of hands Dude. and sit down and watch. I think this has to happen. And then after you, you're done watching that tearful thing, you just throw on Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, shit. Best line of the whole movie. He gets stabbed in a fight, and he's out, he goes into the doctors, and he has to get, like, stitched up on his ribs here because he gets stabbed in the side. And the nurse is like, you know, of course, he takes off his shirt, and he's all, like, oiled, and he has, like, that horrible mullet, you know what I mean? And Patrick Swayze is, like, all mulleted up. And she's like don't you want anesthesia? And he's like, no. And she's like, doesn't that hurt? And he just looks at her straight in the eyes like, pain don't hurt. That's always like our catchphrase. We're always like, pain don't hurt, man. (laughs) Dude, I love it. Now I ask. I I have to pee, so I'll be right back. I'll let you guys figure it out. I will share this video then every time you talk about Roadhouse, and I'll use this opportunity to go to the bathroom too. All right, go for it. Sorry, I was gonna die. I was literally nah, going to die. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was one of those like, like um, I think I can hold it till the end, and then yeah. like we start talking Britney Spears, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna pee my pants before. No, this. Something about Britney Spears just brought it back out. It did. It did. Well, it was one of so you run, so you you know this. It was one of those things where like. Yeah. After you run like a long period of time and then you start drinking your water and then like an hour and a half later it hits you and you're just like, oh, God. Yeah, I always you know, what's really weird with me. My weird quirk is it doesn't matter how many times I will pee before I run. I always jokingly say it's like about three miles in. I'm always like, I got to pee. So I always call it pee. One mile. That's what I was going. I'm like, oh, I must be at P point one miles. I got to run. That's the best part about trail running. Is like if you have to jog out the tree and go for it. Yeah, if you have to pee, it's like no problem. Trail running in the cities is it's fifty fifty on if someone's coming around that corner or not. 
Yep. Not so fun. No. Not so also, I found I found having to pee on the trail while it's cold out also brings in some interesting things because then you got to like dig everything out because it's all hidden inside your body because it's freezing outside. Oh, absolutely. You're like, oh, God, come on. We got to get this done fast. Come on. Yeah. yeah oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. That's so funny. I always run. I, I have my uh, my neighbor here. She runs with me. She's really chill. She's um, probably about. I think she's about nine years younger than me. She's like 28 or something like that. Okay. She cracks me up and she's an ultra runner. And uh, I run with her a lot. And she's like, we'll be like 15 miles in. I'll go at 18. And she's just like total not chick at all. She just looks over and she's like, let me go shit in the woods. I'll be back. And I'm like, Dude. oh, great. You know what I mean? It's like, you're bold, man. You're bold. That is how, that is how my cousin is, man. Like she, she does. Yeah. The, my cousin that does the ultras, man. She's like. When she was teaching me about trail running, she's like, you, you got to pack the essentials. She's like, you got to pack some yeah. Tylenol. You got to pack some Tums. <laughs> got to pack your salt tabs and you got to pack toilet paper because you will have to shit in the woods. It might not be today, oh, yeah. but you're going to have yeah. to shit in the woods. It's just how it works. Yeah. I like the last like long runs. I think I'm done with that. I don't think she has not shit in the woods yet. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Julia, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's so awesome, man. Oh, I love Rodin. Oh, man. You don't actually have to love it. But you should. Yeah, I'm glad you guys do. <laughs> you don't have to, right? Uh, Please tell ourselves that we do. So, um, all right, now that we're all back, um, should we add music to the playlist? Yeah, let's do that. Right about that game. Oh shit! I didn't. Yeah, I really fucking dropped the ball on that one. I really forgot to tell you that we did that. Just, yeah, well, I remember this from the last time. I, 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 what have I been pulling? You got, you got time. You got time, my friend. We gotta, we gotta pull this pick from our buddy Ben, who adds every week first. So, yep. Rob, what do you got from the me from worst ben? kind by Tankred? Where the fuck did my search menu go? Reasonable question. Weird. They no, they redid the. Uh, <gasps> what? My uh, my hyperlink didn't work in the search. Oh, no results were found. Ooh, the worst kind. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Hanging around. Oh, of course. Oh, here's a good one we've been jamming to recently. Wait, who is... I can't... What the fuck? T-A-N-C-R-E-D. It didn't It didn't show up with the worst kind. T-A-N-C... Yeah, just, just put in the worst kind and then start typing in T-A-N-C-R-E-D. It'll show up. Got it. What is wrong with Spotify? Definitely can't be a user issue, Rob. As QA, Never. as QA people, absolutely not possible to be a user. We issue. know that this is not a user issue. It's definitely an interface issue. Worked right. on my machine. Um. Okay, we got that. Uh, so, Rob, what do you? I have? am going to go with Colors by the Black Pumas. Hmm. 
I do not know this song nor this band. They're pretty good. I just started listening to them a couple of weeks ago, uh, courtesy of the girlfriend, and I'm pretty well hooked. Um, I am going to. Uh, I didn't. I also did not pick up my song. Uh, reggae or punk rock, guys? What am I doing? Oh. You did Man, reggae last week, so that's a tough call. I like both. Man, I have like three. We're gonna go. I I know that Rob, you don't like this band, but we're gonna go with Old Friend from Rancid. Oh, Rancid, yes. Oh my. My like sixteen year old me is happy. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I oh you've never you've probably never seen our shirt. I gotta show you the shirt that I did. Uh the rancid oh, yeah. themed shirt that I did, Brad. I think you will like That's- it. Yeah, we have a we have a video game shirt that That's is cool. that is rancid. Um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call an audible here and make people just wait for us. Uh so I can send this to to him. What do you think? Is that a good use of of these people's time? <laughs> okay. If they stuck around this long, they're probably listening right. to it at one point five speed anyway. I mean, so. we could always guess at like who is still listening at this point. Is it Bit Dead? Is it? No, it went bad last time we did that because there were a whole bunch of people we didn't list, and then I felt bad about it. Right. Right. Okay. Well, but I- seriously, Falco was MVP. Falco was dropped the ball. Falco was MVP. All right, so Brad, I'm gonna look up your song while you're clicking that link. Um, what what is your music that I'm adding? All right, so here I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna let you guys. I'll give you three choices here, like a modern, like indie rock, or do you want to go with like an old, old like old kind of like seventies like kind of jam, or do you want to go with like a hip hoppy kind of like like more modern, like '90s hip hop. I say the first or the last. So I'm saying indie yeah. or old hip hop. All right, Rob. Let's let's go with the old hip hop. Yeah. I, I, all right. All right. The the artist is called Gangstar. Oh, we know Gangstar very well. Very okay. Well. Work. Like and I am pretty sure that has not been picked yet. It has definitely not, not been picked yet. That's not the Gangstar song that I remember on the list. Gangstar work. Yep. There it is. We are at 273 songs on this playlist. 18 hours and 22 minutes. I love Gangstar. Um, yeah. Fun story that I've probably told a million times on this podcast. The first thing that my wife ever created for me when we were dating was a gif of a um, of a heart with a flame to a Gangstar instrumental. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Oh, these shirts are slick. I like that. Yeah, I just wow. you like that? Wow. I, I actually, I actually, I, I drew most of these. Um, I think all of them but one, but yeah, this this uh this rancid one, I had a lot of fun drawing it. It was really actually hard to get the font and everything the way it came out. But yeah. Uh, good rancid reference. Eh, good's a relative term. You want to uh, 
there's a really good album back in the heyday. It was uh, No Effects and Rancid did a like swap album. I don't know if you ever remember this. I, I, it was called like Biomix or something goofy like that. I'm sure, probably Rancid, heard it. Rancid did all No Effects songs. No Effects did all Rancid songs. Mm-hmm. And there is a redonkulous cover of Rancid and Lars Henderson doing Don't Call Me White by No Effects. Really? It is jamming. Oh, it is I, the most ridiculous cover of it. It's so good. I love that song, so now I really want to hear this. Yes, you look it up. It, 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 they also do like, you know, Rancid doing like Bob. Yeah, like okay. Bob. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just got to hear it. it. It's like Rancid doing No Effects song, No Effects doing Rancid. And it, it's like half the album is each one. It's really cool. They came out with one of those uh, split albums this year, actually. With a Europe with a uh, European band, no shit. Yeah, yeah that was really cool. interesting. Check it out; it's really cool. It's really that's a, that's an old album. Cool. Dude. That's really fun. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I think it's called like Biorhythm or Biohim or something like that. It was really cool. Oh, I'll have to. I definitely want to find it though, because I I like that that No Effects song. So, oh yeah, it's really you cool. know it's one of the best covers. Rancid. Rancid has a very good history of covers. Like if it, yeah. like they they do a good job of doing covers. Like or at least they did back in the nineties. Like they they had a couple that they did um, that were really good. Hmm. Cool. All right, boys. Well, we got our music added. Um. So I think I think before we wrap up this call, um. I think I think we should talk about uh, where you're at again, just so when if people are interested, you know, and if they want to like, I know you're going to be canning beer. So some, some of our listeners are actually in the PA area or might be able to to like find some of it, but also like coffee and hot sauces and all that that goodness. Just, you know, give us a rundown again, man. Yeah, again, oh, I'm just like float. I'm floating over at Mount Gretna Craft Brewing Company. Uh, we are. uh going full force right now man you can actually check us out at gretnabrewery.com g-r-e-t-n-a gretnabrewery.com uh if you find us on facebook or social media you can shoot any message and it'll go to me uh just say you're asking for brad again we have two brads there so brad m (laughs) uh you can shoot a message over to me if you're looking for something specifically i'd be glad to help you out and get it in your hands no matter what it is whether it's the coffee or some of our other fermented delectables, I'd be glad to help you out. But like I said, um, lots more coming down the pipe. Uh, I'm sure this will not be the last time we chat and have fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So well, there's a lot more cool stuff coming down, coming down the pipe here. But like I said, gretnabrewery.com. Like I said, social media, Facebook, Instagram. You, you, you can find us. I mean, anybody who has even remotely a computer. Check it out. And even if you're not digging the beer thing, just check out Mount Gretna, the town itself. It's super awesome. It's almost like you just drop like this rural, like Vermont town right in the middle of like Appalachia here in central PA. It's, it's a beautiful, awesome little town, lakes, trails. I mean, like the the old time, like uh, Sunday ice cream shop in town. You know what I mean? Like the, the, it's super cool. You just got to see it to believe it. It's really cool. It's super chill. So check it out. I mean, we, 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 we offer a lot in the area. I mean, we're 10 minutes away from uh, Hershey, 
You know, I mean, everybody wants to go to Hershey Chocolate or go to the Hershey Park and see the chocolate factory and all that stuff. We're 10 minutes away from there. So it's not, you know what I mean? And then we're also 20 minutes away from the Harrisburg Airport. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's, we're centrally located, which is awesome. So, but check it out. Stay tuned. And uh, there's going to be something cool coming down the pipe. Just wait. I got, I got, I got some plans for you guys lined up. So just stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. I know we talked about it last time. Um, about yep. doing a beer a beer show but i i knew that you were making the transition so i thought it'd be fun to just chat this time and not push yeah, yeah not push yeah. the beer and the shopping and all that but i definitely yeah. i definitely still want to make that happen this summer so we're gonna do something fun just wait all right just wait. all right cool um mr co-host do you have anything else for this eve i don't i uh the dog just get up on the couch behind me, yeah. uh, living the, living his best life. Um, but no, not much going on. Going to be a nice, tame weekend. That's the name of the game right now. All you central timers are out there uh, relaxing right now. It's like, oh shit! I mean, it's twelve thirty. I gotta get, I gotta get up and do this whole shit all over tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. I know. I just gotta walk downstairs in my sweatpants. So. Uh, I should probably let you go to sleep, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Yeah. I'm fucking screwed because I said that and I'm on call this week. So I'm going to get the 4 a.m. call like, hey, yep, you, that's you right. got a half hour to fix this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have like an IT meltdown at 4.30 a.m. No, I hope it's about two hours. I would just get to sleep. Just like, fall asleep, oh, yeah. That 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 happens. That it, it sucks oh, so bad God. when that happens too. Because when they pull you oh, out of that deep sleep, oh God. God, I'd be throwing my computer in the bathtub. That would make me so I, bad. I've been a grouchy mother mother effer before many a times. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I'm sure the lady loves it too, yeah. right? Well, I have two trail runs scheduled in 7 a.m. this weekend, so we'll see if they page me while I'm in the middle of the woods or not. <laughs> Godspeed to you. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, all right, boys. Uh, Brad, thank you for joining us, man. It's always fun. Yeah, to- always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Like I said, we're, it's always awesome to sit down and just BS and have a good time. And, you know, it's awesome to always catch up. So let's do it yes. again. Yes, we will do it again soon. Awesome. Thank you again. Yeah, man. All right. Oh, and and quick side note: as we leave, I actually pulled my monitor off the floor this week. Oh. It is not broken. We can all rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, bye, guys. See you, everybody. <laughs>